Hello there, it's Gareth here and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I hope you are well. So this one's going up on Monday the 22nd of January 2024, but I'm actually recording it on Sunday. It's half past 12 in the afternoon and I'm excited about this episode. I've been wanting to do this episode for a while and I've been putting it off and I'm going to explain why I put it off before I get into what it is, but I've been putting it off because... Whenever I do this stuff, whether it's a podcast like you listen to now, or if you read me blogs, I do me blog, or any content I tend to put out there, I'm always very careful about telling people they should do something. You must do this. You should do this. Because firstly, I think, you know, it's not my my position to tell you that. Even if you're working with one-to-one, I'm not big in saying you must do this. I kind to make it more of a suggestion. You might want to look at this idea. You might want to try this. But I've realised as I come into 2024 that I uh, I want to get more robust with some of my um, content because there are certain things I believe that through my experience and length of time doing them, I now believe are things that we should be doing. And it's not a kind of you might want to look at it. I think you should be because by pushing that should and being more robust with it, I want people to really understand I believe certain things are very vital to our growth, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Whatever your growth is, there are certain things that must be done in order for that growth to happen. And I never wanted to share things that I hadn't proved myself, and not just proved for a few days, but proved for a prolonged period of time. And what we're going to talk about today is something I have been doing now for a prolonged period of time, And it's something that I know has made a massive difference to me. And I think it's something that if you took it on board and took it seriously and did it, I think could make a massive positive difference to you. So today we are talking about journaling. Now, I have talked about journaling before on the podcast. If you have worked with me in any capacity, I will have talked about journaling. I think it's a great tool. And I always did think it was a good tool. But in the last 12 months, I've started to realise it's not just a good tool, it's a great tool. And it's a tool that I believe, and the title of the podcast says this, that journaling is something everybody should do. Not just somebody, everybody. I do mean everybody. I don't think there's anybody that would not benefit from getting into a daily journaling habit. And what I have proved over the last 12 months now is that that's more than possible. It's not easy to get into it for some people. I was one of the people it wasn't easy to get into But once you go through the kind of clunkiness of starting it and once it becomes a daily habit, it will change your life and revolutionise your personal development. A simple act of spending some time each day journaling will have a huge impact on you. Now, if you sat there rolling your eyes at the moment saying, no, I've tried journaling before, it's not for me, I 100% get you. I said that for many years. Um, I've been involved in this personal development thing now either studying it or working on it or working with other people on it for a long time. We're going back to the 90s. And that is when I would have first started my first proper kind of tiptoe into journaling. It was always popular in the books I read. It still is popular in any book you read on personal development. There'll always be some section. I won't say in every book, but in most books on journaling. And it's it's something that, although it's in most of the books and it's in it was something I learned about, like I say, in the 90s, I could never get into the habit of doing it. But I think a couple of things have happened that, that, have, that have helped me. One is my attitude has changed and I've developed something called patience as I've got older. You need some patience to journal. But I think the biggest change for me was the technology's caught up now to make journaling something that's that got rid of a few of the, the kind of the um, objections I had and the difficulties I had with journaling at all. And the biggest problem I had with journaling is until a few years ago, I'd always tried it with a notepad, 
I'd get myself a little A5 notepad. I'd, I'd buy one every year and it would be the journal for 2024 or if I could get them, I'd get the, the page a day diaries with the dates in and I would try, say, right, I'm going to write every day. But I don't enjoy writing by hand. I don't enjoy writing. I very rarely write by hand. I do make notes. I do keep kind of a, a book where I doodle and things like that. But prolonged periods of writing by hand, I find A, uncomfortable, and B, I'm not very good at it. My written English is terrible. To the point, if I was to give you something I'd written to read, you would struggle. And the reason you would struggle is because at times I struggle to read my own writing. So as much as it's a, a practice of mine these days to write by hand to try to get better at it, I realised that in order for me to journal, I had to become better at that. And I just never put the time in to do it. So back in the 90s, I tried it. And every year, I'd have the same thing. I'd have a go at it, maybe start in January, and I'd, I'd do a few entries, get to the 4th or 5th of January. And then all of a sudden, it would be it would put aside again. Then a bit later on in the year, I'd think, oh, I should journal again. And you'd pull it out, and there'd be like four months gap, two or three more days. Same thing would happen. Now, a few years ago, I'm going back probably three years now, I made more of an effort to try to journal again. I'd buy the book, I'd write in it. And although it was better than maybe a journal entry every two or three months, it got to a stage where it was maybe an odd time or twice a week, and um, it still wasn't what I wanted, which was a daily practice of journaling. Then about two years ago, it was definitely two years ago, I remember it was 2022, I decided I was going to go away from writing my journal by hand in an A4 book and I would start to use some online tools, specifically Google um, and the G Suite. So if you've got a Google account, you know, mine's Gareth, my email address is whatever it is at gmail.com. If you've got a gmail.com email account, you get some other tools with it, which I think are fabulous. And the main tool is a, a, a tool called Docs. It's an app called Docs, Google Docs, Docs, which is like a word processing um app that you can use anywhere where you've got an internet connection it stores it in the cloud it's phenomenal it can go on your phone it can go on your ipad you can use it on a desktop a laptop um, and because it is in the cloud even if you're not on your own computer you can sign into your account and use it anywhere as long as you've got an internet connection and in 2022 i practiced using that and then all of a sudden i noticed that i was journaling more because i didn't have to worry about my handwriting it also has a spell check capacity on it, so I don't have to worry about my English. Um, and I have something I use called Grammarly, which is a way of putting um, uh, grammar into it as well. So it also, it would read properly. So I started using that in 2022, and there was a big improvement in the amount of times I journaled. And then last year, um, and it wasn't the first thing last year, I had other things I did the, sort of the early part of 2023. But once I got to about springtime, I decided I was going to, aim to go daily journaling now, I made it a habit. It was also tied in with, at that time, I was starting to write my new program, the 12 Habits program. One of those habits is journaling, so I thought, well, you know, I can't teach people and talk about things I don't do myself. So I made an effort to do it, and tied in with journaling on Google, on the, on the docs, and also making it a daily focus, I've been in a position now where for, I'm getting on close to sort of nine months actually now, I've I've journaled every single day and every single day since I started journaling I feel like I'm making improvements in things and I put it down 100% to the fact I'm journaling regular. So it's been it's taken me seven and a half minutes to get to this point where I'm talking why it's so good but it's something that changed my life and it changed my life because for the first time for a prolonged period of time nine months I was in a position where I could say you know what I'm seeing results because I'm recognizing each day there is something that I can learn. 
each day I do things and sometimes, you know, I want to remember how I did those things. And journaling's become this kind of friend to me now. It's almost like a coach, a therapist, um, it's a mentor. But more than anything, it's a, it's a great place to record what you've done, how you've done it, and get the learnings from that. So the way I journal now, and I'm, I'm going to actually share with you a journal entry um, in, a, in a few minutes. I'm just going to share you a journal entry from yesterday because I'll show you now through, well, tell you now, not show you because you can't see me clearly. It's a podcast, but I'm going to share with you why this has become an important tool and how I use it these days. So firstly, what journaling is not. I come back to this idea that men and women do things in a different way. A lot of the journals you could buy back in the day that were for, for, for journaling, for writing, in, they always were quite flowery, you know, they were quite, they were quite feminine. And, you know, although I have a feminine side and I don't mind attaching myself to it, it wasn't what I wanted. I wanted something more male, something that challenged me more, that was more masculine. And again, I don't want to sound sexist with this, but I think women have an easier time journaling than men, generally because when they were younger, I think a lot of girls kept journals. My sister had one little lock on, you could write, you open the little lock, she'd have a little, it was a, it was a journal she could lock up and hide in her bedroom. I always found it, um, but she used to hide it in her bedroom. And it was something that I think girls did. I never kept a journal in my younger days. I never kept a diary or a journal. So as we've got further into this journaling now, more journals are coming out now that are specifically aimed at men. So I don't care if you're a lady or a gentleman listening to this. You've got to realise that back in the day, it was it was something that was about sat down. And it was kind of the journaling prompts were, were very kind of ethereal and a little bit kind of wishy-washy. And I wanted something that was a lot more practical. For me, things have got to be practical. Um, as much as I, I do enjoy meditation, as long as, as much as I enjoy leading a lot of spiritual texts, and I've got a very strong spiritual side, I always want to sort of temper that with, okay, what does that mean practically? And how is that a practical, pra- a practical practice every day? So if you kind of look at some of the journaling prompts from back in the day, you know, it'd ask, you know, how are you feeling today? Explain, talk about a beautiful thing that happened today. What did you see that was amazing? Yeah, very useful and it has its place, but I wanted something more practical. So I made the decision last year that I would use my journal to record my day with detail so I could go back and work out what went on that day, what I learned, and then going forward, you know, based on that learning, how did that then show up in something else I was doing? So it became for me about documenting my day with as much detail as was practical or I felt was right. So if I go back through my journal for the last nine months, some days there's two or three sentences in there. Other days, there's a bit more. A couple of the days, you know, there's almost like a, quite a, well, I won't say it's a book, but, you know, there's, there's quite a lot of text. And I'm, I'm not somebody who sets a particular time for journaling. It's about doing it, it's about making it useful, not making it a kind of, you must journal for 10 minutes. No, I think you have to get to a stage where you journal enough to be able to share what you felt about that day. And some days, two or three sentences does it. But other days, they're longer and other days there's more detail. So I don't make it rigid. So that's the first thing to think about is don't make it a rigid, I must do this for 20 minutes a day. What I think you should do is I'm going to do this every day. And I will allow myself to go with the flow. What do I, how much do I feel I like write in today? So you've got an option of how much you put in and how detailed you are, but there's no option to do it. There is, it's non-negotiable. Every day you need to journal. So once I started doing that, what I found is that was that took a lot of freedom um, or gave me a lot of freedom. It took a lot of that construct way of saying, I must find 20 minutes to journal because some days I didn't have 20 minutes. Other days I had longer. So I just said, I must put an entry in every single day. 
Once I started doing that and I did it online, I started to make some notes on my phone. So using it on my phone made it easier because it was more accessible. You know, if I had to do it just on the laptop, it means I've got to come into my office, so I've got to get my laptop, open it up. Where my phone, I've always got five minutes here and there, open the docs up on my phone, I can start making the journal entries. So firstly, <coughs> excuse me, you've got to look for ways to make it practical. If it's on your phone, and if you've not got this constraint of having to do it for so long, it becomes easier. And that freed up a lot of things for me. Secondly, I wanted, when I first did it, and I got into the habit of doing it for two or three two or three days, I started to notice some things that were coming up that were interesting that I think, oh, that's happened again. And I started to realise when you keep a record of yourself on a daily basis, you notice certain things and they become obvious. And one of the examples, and I use my diary as well sometimes to write in what I've eaten that day. And on the days when I didn't eat particularly well, so I had a bit of a blowout, I might have had some food that were rubbish, you know, I'm honest in the journal. Um, I don't mess about with my journaling. I don't write stuff in there because somebody else might read it. It's all based on stuff that's actually happened. And on the days when I did certain things with my food, the following day I didn't feel great when I woke up. It became obvious really quickly. Now, arguably, would I have picked that up without the journaling? I don't think I would. I might have done eventually, but the journaling made it easy to pick up. The other thing I found by writing things down is I noticed that there were certain things that happened and certain people that I inter interacted with, especially if I was looking at stuff online, I'd made notes about it in one day, I realised how certain people were starting to wind me up. And when I look back, I thought, this is happening too regular, that same person, you say the same thing, I'm pissed off because I've watched this or I've seen this bit, of this bit of content online by this person. Oh, that's interesting. That shows me something. So after doing this for a few weeks, the, the, as I said, summer last, uh, spring of last year, I started to realise I was learning so much. So by the time the summer came round, my entries were becoming really interesting because I was using it as a way to spend some time every day to document what was going on, what I was feeling, and I was putting all the emotions in. If I were happy, I'd put that in. If I was sad, I'd put that in. If I was angry, I'd put that in. Um, if I'd done something that I think I shouldn't have done, I'd put that in. And all of a sudden now, I was getting more comfortable with doing it. It was starting to. It was a daily habit now. I was getting more honest with what I was putting in. Because when you first start off, you, you have got the tendency to write things almost like you're trying to write what you think you should write or write it in case somebody's looking. But eventually, when you're doing it daily, you become more comfortable with it. Your, your information becomes more um, powerful because you are writing what's true. It becomes more true as you journal. So as I got into kind of the back end of summer last year, my journal was a really powerful. It was a really honest and a very open um, place. I was writing stuff in there that was that was making sense and I wasn't filter it in any way but it did take a while so if you're not used to journaling getting into the habit is the first thing doing it daily and, and and trust the fact that over a period of time when you start to see improvements and you you're then going to start being more open you're going to become more honest in it and then it'll become a more powerful tool so now i've got to a stage where when i write things in there i can reference them i can go back and look a couple of days back or a month back and see where i'm changing have i improved have i got better am i drifting is there any red flags that i need to look at you know am i starting to become a little bit negative am i noticing that in me, me journaling so i'm going to i'm going to give you an idea of what my journal sounds like these days and i'm going to use yesterday's entry um yesterday was saturday and i, I went walking with uh, with sue my partner we went out walking yesterday and it was an interesting day, to say the least. Now, 
if you to look at my stuff on on um, Instagram yesterday, I put a story on. There's pictures of me there. There's backpacks. There's walking. There's you know, and you see one image of it. And if you've watched that, it would seem oh he's out. He's doing some miles. He's looking fit. He's looking healthy. He's doing great. That's what the world would have seen. But my recollection of the day in my journal is the honest version of that. So if you saw my stuff yesterday on um, on Instagram. That's what the world saw. None of it was a lie. It was just snapshots of the day. But let me explain what the day actually was. So I'm going to read you my journal entry from yesterday. So Saturday the 20th of January 2024. Woke at 4.50am without the alarm. So the sleep time of 9.15 worked well. My initial thoughts on waking was that I wanted to go back to sleep. But that soon passed once I got out of bed. The house was cold despite the fact it was warmer outside. And yesterday the house feels freezing. I'm laying on the couch writing this part of today's entry and I'm just about to get lunch made for our walk today and prepare coffee for Sue. I have little desire to get out today and hit the hills. Today's route takes in the final part of the LD Ultra, which stands for Lady Bower Ultra, and I know from mapping it out it's likely to be the most challenging. Over 17 foot of ascent and the the hill hater in me is telling me this will be nasty. I'm hoping my weekly coffee will help motivate me. The buckwheat porridge I made yesterday evening for breakfast was now a mass of sludge resembling concrete. I tried to get some down me, but it was not enjoyable. I will have to rely on two large bacon, well, baked potatoes I had and hummus I had consumed yesterday for the fuel first thing. The coffee did not work. I wanted to set up at 7am, but it was 7.30 when we finally got on our way due to some messing about. So I was bubbling inside at, the fa- at this fact. Managed to pull a bit of time back on the drive, but our 8.45 walk start was still not ideal and 45 minutes later than I wanted it to be. As soon as I got out of the car, my chimpiness, and just in case you know chimpiness is what I call me angriness, my chimpiness was greeted with an icy car park. I knew that today would be cold due to wind chill, but I had not bargained on ice. And I became more annoyed as my footwear choice covered everything but icy conditions. I fucking hate ice. I had to really manage my internal voice for the first three miles as I was close to kicking off. This did not help when Sue mentioned to me that I was feeling I was sound I was rather quiet today. Why are you quiet today, Gareth? I had to hold it in. The first of the hill and the steepest as part of this walk was at five miles, and I was I was not happy, so deployed my latest mindset hack when out in the hills, and that is to focus on the nice bits and be curious about what's going on when I'm feeling pissed off. This hack, this hack allowed me to ignore my inner voice and instead look for cool stuff. In the case of the first hill, there was a small stone shelter halfway up the hill. It was pretty cool, and when I got to it, it was even cooler inside. A little bench and some quotes on the wall. It was at this point I realised my inner voice had shut up, and as if by magic my legs got some energy back into them and came to life, I enjoyed the rest of the walk from here. At mile 10 our pace had slowed, and I realised since leaving the car we had taken on no water. Why had we taken on no water? This was one of the things I wanted to do today. Sue rarely drinks when we're out walking, and I'm normally pretty good at reminding us. Today, due to my earlier wobble, I'd forgotten. I was also hungry. A short pit stop for hydration and food, and off we went. The final five miles were a breeze. Icy conditions, a minus five wind chill, and uneven terrain made this outing hard, but even despite those challenging conditions, our pace was up on where we were 12 months ago, and so I was really happy with that progress has been made. The learning from today was to go back to bladder packs as they make taking water on easier, and soon needs to carry their own, and leave the flask of tea alone. We're training for an ultramarathon, not a poodle around with some old people. If she needs to warm up, we need to run faster. I need options also for footwear on the day. 
and have a number of choices in the car. I can do this, uh, another choice in the car, and we need to take on water every single mile. The strategy around this going forward will be to take a sip every time my Garmin buzzes a mile completion. Also, breakfast needs to be focused on. My thoughts going forward are maybe bacon and eggs next time. I will try this for next Saturday's walk. I also need to have more flexibility about setting off time. I can't keep getting angry when we're late setting off. We did have a full day, so you need some patience, booty. Patience. And fuel for the runs needs to be taken on easier and more often. I'm thinking flapjacks might work and maybe a bit of flapjack every three miles and not stop for sort of 20 minutes because this is allowing us to stiffen up and get cold in conditions like we were today. Back home it was bath and then dinner time. I prepared the day before some Nigella shawarma chicken kebabs in flatbread. They were delicious. Nigella never lets me down. Many positives from today and a few learnings made. It was a great day. Early to bed. I want to work tomorrow. So that is what my journal entry was for yesterday. So you see, there's things in there I can go back to. Some things that we could have done better, checking on more water. It's obvious. It's, I've put this in a couple of times recently. We're not taking on enough water. And the truth is, going back to bladder pack, so I don't have to keep getting my rucksack off, get my, my water bottle out, and we'll make that easier. Also, this thing about shoes. I do hate ice. I think I said, fuck it, fucking ice. And so, you know, I don't often swear these days on the podcast, but I'm reading what I wrote. I was so angry yesterday when I got out of that car. Why did I not think of ice? So it's like I'm kicking myself already, getting annoyed. But the truth is, it really came back to yesterday. I wasn't up for that walk. So what came out yesterday was we need to eat better. We can do certain things with the with the hydration, the footwear needs to be sorted out. But more importantly for me, I have to come up with this, what was it about yesterday morning? On reflection, you know, I just wasn't full of energy yesterday. I had, had a, I had kind of probably needed a bit of extra time in bed yesterday. So although I got up at 4.50, you know, there was something going on there. So I'll watch for that next time I go out. And in the back of my mind, it's down to the hills. I don't like the hills. I need to get more comfortable with the hills. So that was my entry from yesterday. You can see it's not just a couple of sentences. I went on quite a bit yesterday, but there was a lot there to write down. So I can use that now for the next time I go walking, which will be next weekend. I can learn from that. But I couldn't have done that if I had just kept it made as a, oh, I'll remember this. Because you won't. I guarantee most people when they say, oh, yeah, I'll remember that. You don't remember it. Basically what happens is you say you'll remember it and then you forget I do this all the time. I can get told something on a morning by Sue. She'll say, can you, get that, can you get that curry out of the freezer for tonight's dinner? Yeah, yeah, no problem. And then five minutes later, she says, have you got that curry out? What curry? And I forget about it. We think we've got good memories. We don't. When we write things down, and a journal does that, when we're writing down a journal, we remember it. And what I've done as well as keeping the journal going for the last nine months is I've also been working more closely, certainly the, the latter part of last year, nearly part of this year, on writing things down I need to do, keeping the to-do list going. Because once it's written down and it's recorded, you can work with it. So for me, what's happened this year, and this is just one entry, I mean, there's, there's many more. I'm using it as a place to write down exactly what I'm feeling. As you can see there, you know, I was pissed off with Sue yesterday. Why did we, we, I got her up on time. It's, I woke her up at six o'clock with a coffee, the idea to get out for seven. Why are we still in the house at half past seven? You know, and so the anger were there. So I need to be maybe clearer next time. I'll think, okay, next time I'll make it clear. We need to leave at seven. Maybe I wasn't strong enough with that. Maybe I wasn't clear enough with that. So when you look at your journal, you're not going back and kicking yourself and thinking, oh, I've done something bad here. You want to know exactly what's happened. You be honest with what's gone on. And then you can learn from that information. But you can't learn that if you've only wrote two or three sentences. Some days, yes, there might not much happen. I get away with it now and again. But generally as a rule, there's always plenty in your day that you can write and you can work on. And if you get in the habit of doing this, it doesn't take that long. I think that that entry I wrote in about 15 minutes, you know, 
some days it's longer, some days it's shorter, but you've got to gain the habit of doing it daily. If you're struggling with something in your life right now, something that keeps coming up that you can't seem to resolve, your journey will give you ideas and thoughts. There's always clues. There's always clues in what you're doing. There's things you can improve. There's always options for things to change, but unless you know what the things are you've done, how are you going to change them? Journaling is such a powerful tool. So listen, I've gone a bit with this today, and I wanted to kind of get this one out there because I really do think everybody should journal. No, you know, not everybody... Not everybody needs to, everybody needs to journal. There's something to learn every single day. Also, there's some wins every single day, like I mentioned in the in the uh, the journal. Yeah, we actually, despite the fact we had bad conditions, I had the wrong shoes, now we didn't get as fuel and as hydration, right? We were still much quicker than we were 12 months ago. Progress has been made. It shows you as well, every single day there'll be wins. So when you start to get the journaling, it becomes habitual, you'll see your wins. You'll see where you can improve. It's such a powerful tool, whether it's personal or professionally, Getting into the habit every day of making it a non-negotiable that you journal, I think will change whatever you are doing in a positive way. <sighs> I felt good doing that today. I hope you've enjoyed it. Listen, it is one of my 12 habits. The one thing that will be happening very shortly is the 12 Habits program is going to be going out there. So if anybody listening to this is interested in being part of something that's going to help you build 12 really important, in my view, the only 12 habits you're ever going to need in life, of which one of them is journaling. If you're interested in that, You'll, there'll be a link soon on my website because I want to get people involved. We must learn these habits. And you can sit with them and play with them and say, well, you know, they are, they are difficult at times, but they're all more than learnable. Journaling is something, if you're not doing it, give yourself a challenge. I'm going to do journal every day for 30 days and see how that changes your life. I guarantee it will, if you do it properly, by being honest, open, and writing down things in there that are true, you will see a difference in 30 days. Quite honestly, you'll see in a short time that. But give yourself a 30-day challenge to do it because after 30 days doing anything, it's becoming more of a habit and you're unlikely then to go back to not doing it. You carry it with 30 days. Keep pushing until you can do 30 days in one go and lock the habit in. There you go. Any questions at all you've got on journey, let me know. Um, and uh, I will see you next week for another podcast episode. Until then, get journaling and take care. <laughs>